Hello and a very warm welcome to this week's Geraldine Jameson interview. Now my guest today is British singer, actress and media personality who first became famous following her appearance on the BBC docu-soap The Cruise, watched regularly by 14 million viewers. Jane MacDonald, a very warm welcome indeed to the Isle of Man, to Manx Radio and of course to the programme. It's your first time here. It is and I'm absolutely thrilled. Thank you for such a lovely welcome and it's, it's really nice to meet you. And uh, I'm thrilled to be here in the Isle of Man at last. It's taken me 14 years to get here, so at last we're here. And you've waved to the fairies on the way in, you I were certainly did. There was a few of them lined up. <laughs> <laughs> but there usually is. <laughs> well, now, you co-presented a number of daytime shows, including, of course, Loose Women. And that's, like so many people, that's actually when I came into your life. I had an Irish friend over staying with me. And I was in the kitchen doing the lunchtime sandwiches or something, and I could hear her screaming from the lounge. I got in there to see if the dog had attacked her, but she was clutching a cushion, writhing about on a sofa in fits of laughter. She said, you've got to watch this. She said, it's simply hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure that is the first reaction you, you must you know, get with this highly successful series, Loose Women. It has been... Uh a real shock actually because I joined it about seven years ago and it was it was quite sort of uh, serious when we first started doing it and you know we used to debate all sorts of things but always had a slight humour in it but now they've sort of given us full reign to to be ourselves and to bring our own individuality in, into the show and uh, and it's it's been a great success I've been very proud of being a part of it for for quite well for seven years now but it's time to go it's time to go <laughs> <laughs> yes I mean that's very drastic um, and I just thought perhaps you're all just taking a summer holiday you know because the free place the program at the moment I think with the dinner date thing mm. but have you really gone forever well I, I mean the door is open and I'm very grateful to ITV for leaving it open for me um, but at the minute there is just not enough hours in the day and if you put the two things to, uh, in front of me, performing in front of a live audience and singing every night, which is my passion and my love, and sitting on a TV programme, I would definitely go for the singing every time. And also it's very, very easy to get typecast and pigeonholed into being a TV presenter when actually there's this whole different life, which is much, much bigger than the, the TV presenting. So I want to concentrate on bringing this back to the forefront again now. Well, just before we leave Loose Women, you're all very feisty in it. Mm. That's, that's the theme, really. But nobody sort of talks over anybody else. It's fantastically managed, and yet it's quite a short length of programme. Well, it's an hour. What do you attribute that to, really? It's, it's like learning a dance. You have to learn when to... Uh, and, and because, you know, there's a, a few of us have worked together for an awful long time, so we know their, their rhythm. And, you know, especially when it's Colleen and I, we sort of bat and ball jokes between us because we're like Sissy and Ada when we're on together. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the, there is certain people that you work better with, I'll be honest, you know, and, you know, it depends who's on the panel as to how the rhythm goes that day. But, you know, you have to learn to, to, to dance with it. It's like having a dance partner, really. Some, 
you're really easy with. Others, you have to sort of sit back a bit more. And, and it is about learning how to, to be generous, I think. You have to and What to be the generous. public really want to know, of course, is behind the scenes, like when you <laughs> finish that particular episode, are you all fighting it out in the back and saying, you so-and-so, you know, how dare you say that about me and no. all the rest. That's a sign of a good friendship, actually, Geraldine, you know, because if, if you didn't, if we weren't such good friends, we really couldn't insult each other like we do. And, uh, and that's a sign of, of uh, friendship, I personally think. Well, now, how and where? Let me take you back further, if I may, Jane. Did it really all begin for you? you? You have a strong, lovely Yorkshire accent. You toured clubs in the north of England with your father acting as your roadie. Yeah, that's right. Um, he was very influential. He, he worked down the pit nearly all his life and took early retirement because of an accident in the pit. And um, he bought me all my stage equipment with his redundancy. And uh, I'll be forever grateful to him for doing that because I went for an audition in um, an agent's soul, you know, one of these club nights, showcase nights. And I got signed up by two agents and I was professional by the time I was 23. So uh, that was great of my dad to forego his redundancy money. My mother's never forgiven me, I think. Well, now I've bought her her own bungalow, she's not too bad. But uh, at the time she thought, well, this could pay off the mortgage maybe. But uh, my dad was very influential in my career. And when you were a really little girl, I gather you're your early years was listening to the radio. That was your favourite pastime. Absolutely, still is, still is. I'm more of a radio girl than a TV girl. I'd rather have the radio on any day than TV. So um, yeah, my mother was always, from the minute she gets up, the radio's on to the time she goes to bed. So uh, we're very much a radio family. Yeah. Well, where are you going from here? What are your you know, current plans? Well, we were still on tour. For the rest of the year we've done an 82 night tour this year which is ridiculous but it's great to get out and just see everybody that's why i couldn't do everything you know and, and it's not just the singing there's the producing there's the writing there's the interviews there's everything else that goes with it and the travel obviously on tour is is extensive so right from tonight we go straight to scarborough for sunday and then we have one day off and we're up to scotland for another five days so it is relentless, it's just on and on and on. Which, But saying that, I love it with a passion, so it's not too bad. And the people I travel with in the back of the van are all crazy and drunks, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty human to me, yeah. I must say. But as you rightly say, a huge amount of work that goes into preparing mm. a two-hour, or in some cases, it must be. I think you do two and 45-minute mm. shows. I suppose, but when you see your audience, that's when it must be all worthwhile. But there's the musical arrangements, there's the costume designers, the hotels, all all the venues. I know you've probably got a great uh, backup team, you know, and and all that. But still, it's um, I mean, it's very time consuming. The whole thing, the background of the planning of it. Oh, hugely! It's it's a massive juggernaut that works on its own. Like you say, Pete, my PA, deals with all the hotels. He makes sure that I've got a cup of tea in my hand. He makes sure that the, he has to get to the venue before I do to make sure it's all. All right, it's very diva. I'm such a diva, <laughs> but you know, when you're when you work into that capacity, there's certain things that you have to have right. And thank God I've got Pete who deals with everything. Then we have the management team, we have the artistic directors with us, we have the light crew, we have the stage crew, we have eleven people on stage. 
So it's, it is a massive, massive production. And you have your own haute couture designer. Yeah, Kay Healy. That's very impressive. Yeah, that's true. I started Angel designing. couture. That's right. I started Let's designing. Give a plug. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I found Kay in Wakefield and she did some alterations for me. And I just said, Do you fancy coming in and designing? You know, I'll help you with the designs. This is what I need, you know, because I have to be able to breathe and have to be able to look good and you know it has to be sparkly it has to be glamorous and she's worked with me for about three or four years now so um, the gowns are stunning and then we have the jewellery made to match the gowns so there is a huge amount of production value in it. I must say I'm talking to Jane in, in the dressing room at the Villa Marina and your jewellery alone you know and I'm absolutely bedazzled by the dresses and they're not even on you at this, Correct. <laughs> at this stage.
be the best of friends If we can try with every day to make it better as it grows With any luck then I suppose The music Just a little reminder here that you are listening to the Geraldine Jameson interview on Manx Radio and my guest today is Yorkshire-born singer, actress and media personality, the very lovely and versatile Jane MacDonald. We talked about the part that your father played and after that taking you back to the, to the cruise ships because a lot of people will think of you, you know, in connection with that, Jane. And you worked on various cruise ships in a spasmodic fashion. And then you were contacted by the BBC uh, asking you to be the star of their docu-soap, but that was the beginning of the cruise. And so after years of hard work that you've just really described, you became a celebrity overnight. And in fact, even your wedding to Henrik Brixen was televised by the BBC, watched by a large audience, although of course, You've since divorced. Mm. Well, that's part of the, 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 the celebrity course, isn't it? You know. Well, life has its ups and downs, you know. Um, and uh, the cruise was a fantastic stepping stone for me, without a doubt. And thankfully, it was one of the first three reality shows that came out, and that was thirteen years ago now. And uh, it didn't ring. It just said, "We're making a documentary. Um, would you be a part of it?" Because you're from the United Kingdom. So I said, "Yeah." And he actually didn't film me as much as he did everyone else. So it was a real shock when I saw the edit and was very, very shocked to see that it did feature me quite heavily. The very clever BBC editing there. So they, they put it out first see, to see who the public really wanted to see more of. And then they, they took it from there, which I thought was very canny of them and fantastic for me. So yeah, it was, and then Henrik and I obviously had the courtship on board and and then we, we did get married, but you know, pressures of this industry can be very tough. And uh, Henrik decided that it wasn't for him, and he went back to America. Best thing he could have ever done. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best move he ever made. <laughs> there speaks a true Yorkshire woman. Mm. <laughs> well, after that, you, you were signed a major label recording contract, and you began to carve out a mainstream showbiz career, and you were truly on your way. Now, the nice thing about you two is that you've deviated down various sort of avenues and so on, and one of them being actually is cooking. I don't know whether you're a good cook or not. Don't answer that yet. Did I tell you that I'm, I'm thinking of the celebrity special, <laughs> Ready, Steady, Cook, where you and your fellow chef, you won over the audience, sounds desperate, this, with their dish of <laughs> half-baked cock with a cheese sauce. Mm. But you did claim the cash prize and 
donated it, the money to the Wake Hospice, a local charity yeah, in your area, of that's course. That's right, yeah. Well, they need help as much as they can. Um, but How yeah, important are these sort of, uh, well, engagements? Well, I, it, it's, it's when you have time to do it, really. That's, that's the main thing. And my, my last three or four years has been constant. I've not had any time off because of the TV show and the touring. And um, it was Pete who actually sat down with me and looked at the diary and he says, you can't carry on like this. And also, because I was so tied up with Loose Women, I wasn't able to do any of the great shows that I got offered, you know, because I got offered some great shows, Paul O'Grady, Alan Carr, you know, they all want me to go on and do a little bit with them. And, and I'm so tied up with, with everything else that I wasn't able to go and do everything. So now I'm going to embrace that side of it. <laughs> Saying that, they might not want me now, but <laughs> I certainly hope they do. I don't think there's any fear of that. <laughs> I must say, you wrote your autobiography, uh, Follow Your Dreams. That's a great title. Thank you. Thank you. It was just the story. That must have taken some time. Well, it did. It did. And um, I think people just wanted to know what happened, in the, how I got to where I was. And, and also, I've always said success is, is what you deem it to be. You know, success is, for me, a successful day is when I get my knicker drawer sorted out. That's a successful day for me. I think, you know, I thought I was already a success when I was the headliner on a cruise ship because that's a great job to have. So as long as I'm working in the capacity that I want to do, which is an artist and a singer, then I'm a success. And I try to say to the young ones, it's not about the fame. It's about doing the job that you love with a passion and getting paid for it. And as long as you're working, you're a success. Is it a problem to you all the time being recognised? I think it would be a problem if I didn't now. Um, I think a lot of artists should embrace that a little bit more. It's a great honour to be accepted into people's front room every lunchtime. It's a great honour when people buy a ticket to come and see you. So I'm very, very grateful to all the fans who have kept me where I am and grateful that people still say hello to me in the street. The normal question, what about future ambitions? Gosh, I've got so many. It's weird, really, because a lot of people ask me this, and I don't even feel as if I've started yet. So, I mean, my, my career could go anywhere right now. I'm certainly hoping it does. I'm just getting on that for the ride. I'm going with it. I've been offered quite a lot of very good production, musical productions, again, to go back into the West End, which I'm seriously considering. But then again, I'm enjoying touring so much and building up my own fan base. There'll be another book coming out, another album. You were with them, Romeo and Juliet? I was. I loved every minute of it. So, you know, it'd be nice to actually have the time to go into different things now. So bring it on. Everything I'll have a go at. <laughs> well, finally, just digging in to the personal side of yourself, when you're not trying to look, sort out your knicker drawer, <laughs> <laughs> what else do you like to personally relax with? Coronation Street, feet up, cup of tea. You know, I'm my fella. You know, I've, I've um, finally met someone who was the drummer in The Searchers. And uh, we went out when we were 18, and now we've rekindled our relationship, and we're very happy. And just to be sat in my dressing gown like everybody else does when they finish work, very, very normal, unfortunately. I'm not very glamorous in that side. <laughs> but, um, and to cook a meal now and again, which I don't get a chance to. I'd rather, my favourite recipe book is Reservations. Well, Jane MacDonald, it has been a very real pleasure meeting you in the flesh, so to speak. Please come back soon. And thank you indeed for joining me on this week's Geraldine Jameson interview. Thank you so much. What a pleasure.
lifetime passes by so fast The future quickly turns to past And then it's gone It seems like only yesterday We'd laugh a thousand times a day And then some Just being here, remembering your eyes Your smile and everything about you Knowing that you cared Knowing what we shared There's not a day goes by without I feel you in my heart There's not a day goes by I wonder where you are That no one else can feel I have loved you all my life And always will It's strange to think our paths have strayed And both of us in separate ways are moving on If only it's flooding through my mind Of everything we left behind Now knowing what you were to me The one time love that's meant to be You've gone now Let's go back in time When your love was mine There's not a day goes by without I feel you in my heart not a day goes by I wonder where you are Oh, you've left in me an emptiness that no one else can feel I have loved you all my life and always will Because of you Always win.